colors were chosen to show your allegiance to freedom and democracy. The skirt can be discarded if it should prove cumbersome. The material is indestructible. Oh, it's beautiful, Mother. Thank you. I designed it myself, never knowing that it would be worn by my own daughter. I'll make you proud. I promise. There are many things you don't know about the world of men. There are even some women there who are less than our Amazonian ideals. I believe I can handle them, Mother. I know you can. You are my daughter. And a princess. The invisible plane is waiting. The American is already aboard. Go in peace, my daughter. And remember that in the world of ordinary mortals, you are a wonder woman. Folks, this just in. The ongoing comic book discussion podcast confirms comic books are cool. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I know that wasn't uh, her music. <laughs> it was close. It was close. It was close. It, was, it was getting there, I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I watched um, a lot of the old Wonder Woman shows on the DC app that we have, and uh, my gram- my grandmother, Nanny, she was sitting right next to me watching it, and she was like, oh, Wonder Woman. I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know. She's like the oldest like female superhero, most well-known female superhero, I think. Oh, absolutely. She's she's up there with the the DC Holy Trinity of of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. And yeah, I uh, know yeah, she's instantly recognizable. Uh, l- ladies and gentlemen, real quick, I am getting over a cold, so if I have to pause <laughs> every now and again to not cough into the mic, I do truly apologize. But I am drinking. Comatose Imperial IPA. It's 8.5, and Ooh. so I should be pretty good after the end of this podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, I probably should have been drinking tea, right? Would That would have been the smart move. It's fine. I, I understand. It's carbonation. It's good somewhere. I like how you're like, I'm I'm healing myself through alcoholic beverages. <laughs> through alcoholic beverages. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Linda Carter, Wonder Woman, that was... That was one of my things when I was a kid. I mean, I saw it in you know syndication because I think it came out like in 78, 77. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I remember that was like that was one of the shows that was just hardcore in, in hardcore in syndication. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, that show made me a man. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like, oh my god! But I mean, it opened my eyes, you know, to the character. Obviously, uh, <laughs> right. you know, as a as a young male who didn't quite know what was happening like inside of him but just knew that like what he saw was was amazingly beautiful <laughs> he liked it. Yeah, yeah just he, he knew he liked it um you know it was it was a nice way to to open you know basically bring the character into your life and mm-hmm. to this day uh i mean i love gal gal gadot as much as anybody i think she's fantastic yeah. uh but to this day linda carter will always be my wonder woman no no ifs ands or buts that's right there is, is always going to be my on one. butts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you said it, not me. So. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really get introduced to Wonder Woman until Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, Gal, Gigi. 
um, the current Wonder Woman. Uh, but before that, like, I've always been told that I kind of reminded people of Wonder Woman, probably because I played roller derby and I was like, you know, and had the long brown hair. And uh, so I never really uh, paid attention to it until the Wonder Woman movie, the recent one with Gal. Gal Gal, Gigi, Wonder Woman, whatever. And uh, I loved that movie. That movie actually made me cry when they did the No Man's Land scene. Oh, yeah. I was... I was like, why am I emotional? And it was like, oh, because this is the first time in a movie where a girl is about to win. Like, she's about to take care of business. And she doesn't need a man to help her. Like, she literally pushes all the men to the side and is like, I'm going to go across this battlefield and I have no fear. And it was like, that's what we've been wanting to see on screen forever, you know? That was hands down my favorite scene in the whole movie. And I kind of wished... The movie was more of that because I didn't find the villain to be all that spectacular, unfortunately. Like, But I loved her in the movie, mm-hmm. and I love that version of her. I love that version of her costume. Um, I oh love gosh, that, yeah. that story. I love all the Amazons. They they really used like strong women for the roles, and I thought mm-hmm. that was um, – was it Patty Jenkins, right, directed it? Yes. I think yes. she just did a fantastic job, and, and I'm glad – you know that uh, a woman directed it i think that's absolutely important here i think mm-hmm. you know i mean yes uh, you know a director can direct whatever and you know women directors shouldn't just direct women you know female characters but i mean come on mm-hmm. it's it's wonder woman it's like you want the the director to have just some kind of idea of of you know like right. like just of what like- it- yeah, just what am like I trying female to say ability. Here? Just like you're just have an idea of like how a female would go into war and it's not just externally. Obviously they'd prepare, but like on the inside, how does a girl prepare for war? You know, and, and who's a girl, to, you know, who's the best person to do that but another woman? You know right. what I mean? Like a Wonder Woman has to direct Wonder Woman. What is Wonder Woman feeling like, like internally? What are her conflicts? Like what how would the female mind handle this situation? And I'm I'm just going to say this because I'm me and I'm like, I'm a feminist and you're a feminist and we're all feminists here. Um, But it's 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 like if women were given the chance to go to really be faced with war, let's just say war because it's what it is. It's like, would it be different than a man would handle it? And the answer is yes. And but therein lies like, sorry, I'm getting really philosophical. No, I love it. It's like really digging into like, what am I trying to say? Just when a girl, how they think of it differently, how they think of war differently, how they would strategize differently. And, you know, obviously the history of war, there's not a lot of women in it. There's not any women, hardly. They're the nurses. They're the girls at home. You know, they're not really the politicians. They're taking care of the kids, blah, blah, blah. We all know that story. But it's like, that's probably why I got so emotional because I was like, we get a chance to for people to see like, we, we just want to be with everybody else. Right. We don't want to lead the thing. We don't want to be always be at the head of the of the war front. We just want our opinions and our strategies and our thoughts to be taken into consideration because, like, women and men, they're the yin and the yang. Like, you need both to create balance, essentially. I agree. And, yeah, and I just feel like this movie gave us a chance. Until freaking... Justice League when all of a sudden Wonder Woman has less clothes on and the Amazons have their abs exposed. Uh, yeah, I I, I, <laughs> I didn't quite care for Justice League at all. And that was that was directed by the same guy, you know, who who directed uh Sucker Punch. So 
What is what does oh. that tell you? Uh, even right. though it was billed as Joss Whedon uh, directing mm-hmm. it, it was actually Zack Snyder directed like ninety percent of the movie, and you know, and Joss and Joss Whedon came in, you know, and kind of at the end, sort of put his name on it, kind of just you know helped them out because uh, the behind the scenes stuff was pretty tragic with Zack Snyder. Uh, you, you can look it up as I oh. believe his daughter committed suicide. I just oh. go, yeah, look it up. I, I don't know anything more than that. I think that's horrible. Um, I like Zack Snyder as a director. I didn't like Justice League. I thought it was it was not very good. Trash. Yeah. Trash. Yeah, except for Aquaman. He was nice. Yeah, Aquaman was great. Uh, yes, he was great. And then <laughs> thankfully we have, you know, and I love the Aquaman movie. So I love it. I like mm-hmm. everything post-Justice um, League more. Than I yeah. do pre Justice League, even though I really liked Wonder Woman. In mm-hmm. my gut, I think I'm gonna like Wonder Woman '84 probably more, just oh, because I'm I, I'm really digging on everything post Justice League. But you know, we'll know when we see it. Which I'm I'm super excited for that. By the way, I'm really yeah. really excited for that. My gosh, we're definitely gonna review that. I'm so excited that Kristen Wiig is like she's the villain. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's super cool. Um, let's uh, because I do want to get into that, although. On a, on a side note, you know, we were talking about, because we just finished, um, uh, we just finished, both of us just finished The Mandalorian, yeah. and we were talking about Gina Carano and how, yes. how much we love her, and mm-hmm. I was telling Tess, I didn't know if I should talk about it on the on the, the podcast or not, because I was saying, I think body-wise, Gina Carano fits more of what I visually think Wonder Woman should look like. Right. Uh, you know, a bit tougher, a bit stronger. I think Gal Gadot is is a little bit too thin, for lack of better words. Um, right. But but you know, obviously, Wonder Woman's strength is, is more magical. It doesn't quite come from you know from some kind of place of of physical strength. Uh, but like, I love the way Alex Ross draws Wonder Woman. He he does draw her much more like Gina Carano, like. Thicker arms, thicker thighs, you know, a more of a bodybuilder body type. But my question to te- my question to Tess was, is it wrong for me to say that? Because is that being sexist? Is that being you know judgmental? But then on the flip side of that coin, if you got someone like if you guys watch you know uh, uh, Game of Thrones, the guy who plays the Mountain, like the giant guy, yeah. if you got him <laughs> to play the Flash. I would say the same thing. I'd be like, that guy's yeah. body is not a runner's body. He's not or the Flash. Spider-Man. Like- right, exactly. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. So, I, I just wanted to put that out there, and I just wanted to put it on record because since day one, A, I've been in love with Gina Carano, and mm-hmm. B, I always thought she would make a fantastic Wonder Woman, and I still stand by that. Yeah, I I do like that aspect. It's also like in the 40s when the women, the guys went to war and the girls um, were the Rosie the Riveters and how they drew her very skinny and with makeup. But like then Norman Rockwell draws this like very um, a thicker female who doesn't have any makeup on is like just has dirty overalls. It's the same thing. It's like, what does she really look like? And it's really like, and then you also make a really good point. Wonder Woman's strength comes from her like god side her her daddy basically um who's zeus right her dad's zeus isn't that uh, right well yeah, yeah well i mean as the comic <laughs> book talks about it depends on you know which version uh, you want to go with that's um, true but anyways yeah that's neither here nor there but yes yeah, strength yeah. of zeus yeah strength of zeus so yeah i think it's really just preference like if if gina carano carano was a, like and as amazing as an actor as gall I think we you could give it a stab, but I feel like Gaul comes from such a place of just like pure 
heart. Not that Gina doesn't. She's just such like a fighter. She comes from a fighter internal standpoint. Yeah. Where it's like, gotta win, very competitive. And, whereas Gaul comes from, I don't know, something just more like gooey. And you know? after seeing The Mandalorian, and as much as I loved Cara Dune, as much as I loved uh, Gina in it, Gal Gadot is just next level. I mean, she's yeah. she's superstar acting. She there There is a difference, you know? There yeah. is a thing to it. And yeah, she's just there. And I mean, I still think she's awesome as Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. You know, she's actually, she's fantastic as Wonder Woman. Um, you know, Linda Carter's still my Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, and I'm, I'm in no way, shape or form, like upset with the Wonder Woman that we have on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I just always, always was kind of rooting for for Gina to to get there. So, but hey, you know, yeah. you never know. You know, with the whole DC extended universe thing, people show up yeah. in, in TV shows. You know, That's maybe true. if they want to bring Wonder Woman into a, a DC TV show, keep Gal Gadot for the movies, bring in Gina for the for the TV version. Who knows? I don't know. I know. It's interesting. She's. I feel like Wonder Woman's so sacred too when it comes yeah. to TV and stuff because literally Gal is the second. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Oh, but shout out to Susan Eisenberg, who is the voice of Wonder Woman. Um, she's amazing. She's probably, okay, she's really the second, you know, in a very, if you want to go there, she's the second Wonder Woman, and then Gal would be the third. <laughs> but on screen, like physical Wonder Woman, Gal yeah. is the second. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was like, I, now this is sexist, but it was hard to top Linda Carter. I mean, you know what I mean? Like right out. I mean, I'm a guy. I'm sorry, but like right out of the gate, hard to top that one right there. She's it's, so pretty. <laughs> she is so pretty, and she is still so so very pretty. Shout mm-hmm. out. She lives in Maryland, uh, in Potomac, which is uh. <laughs> like 20 minutes from where I grew up. I never, you know, saw her in public or anything, but you know, I like. To but just, if you did, I like to cling on to that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, no, it's okay. I'll even it out. Let's see who's the hot as superman um yeah who's your favorite I, superman who's uh forgive me i his name is escaping right now he was the first superman and he ended up in a very unfortunate horse oh, accident. christopher reeves christopher reeves like he was whoo hello yeah yes. i i i can say with all honesty that he was a good looking guy <laughs> yeah yeah i got no problem putting that committing that to uh to tape <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I like how you're so like honest. You're just like, no, no, that's a very good looking guy. Yeah, I mean, yes. that would have been the Christopher Reeve. Or, I'm sorry, that would have been the Superman that I picked as well. Oh, see, yeah, uh, we'll have to. I want to have a. We're gonna have Superman this month too. I think we're doing a an origin story for Superman. Are we planned on it sometime soon? Yeah, um, I got a good one for us, uh, for you for that one. Uh, so awesome. we'll we'll talk about that one online, offline, I should say. Yeah. Um, but yes, but so hey, how about this one? Why don't we announce? 13 minutes into the episode <laughs> who we are uh, who we are i'm Corey. <laughs> oh i'm tess this is ongoing comic book discussion podcast by hey, the way this is go. what we do yay <laughs> you know we like to do, we do like to do our warm-up at the beginning um but this week mm-hmm. you know as you guys know obviously from the header you know uh, the episode title but uh just to let you all know we're doing wonder woman the rebirth, rebirth. deluxe edition uh, mm-hmm. That came out, so that is the one we're we're reading. I don't know what the difference between the deluxe edition versus you know not deluxe, uh, but uh, this it's fourteen issues. Yeah, it was a beefy one. It was a beefy one, but like two issues is really one because they divide it. You go okay. So this book is really interesting. I've never seen anything like this where they go flashback, flash forward, flashback, flash forward. Yeah, every other one. So it's it's yeah. like telling they're telling two stories. 
at the same time, but one's in the past and one's present day. But the you know like what one is talking about in present day versus one is talking about in the past, they're relating to each other. Right. And so the first one, which is the present day one, is called The Lies, where essentially one woman is trying to figure out why in her brain all of her memory is all scrambled and she just feels deceived. And then it goes to the past where it's called Year One. So it's like Year One, Part One, Year yeah. One, Part Two. And, 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 that's, it goes and all the whole back. Year One moniker thing is is very DC Comics. I mean, there's a there's a Batman Year One out there, and that's what yeah. they kind of used as the template for Batman begins uh you know I, I believe there's probably a superman year one out there but you know dc likes to do their origin stories they like to call them like year ones basically uh, i think that's good because it's it's clear we know what it is right it's the beginning yeah. yeah yeah and and so for this uh trade for this bo- uh, comic um we are not going to do the issue by issue breakdown. We're going to mm-hmm. test you have a, an overall uh, summary, I think, for us. Yeah, okay. I do. I, and it's essentially the summary of the beginning one. So the first one is literally just like, it doesn't even have a title. It just You just kind of jump right into it. So I just called it beginning. And then it goes into the lies, part one, year one, part one. But so... Here it is. Are you ready? Did you want to say something else? No, no. no I was just, okay. I was just gonna say, um, I, I've been kind of hoping we were gonna go this route or try this format out, uh, cause, uh for a while now, because I, yeah. I would like for us to just kind of like open up and kind of see where the conversation goes, um, instead of going like issue by issue. So I we'll, agree. we'll give this a try and see if you know if we like it, if see if you, you guys like it. Although I kind of get the feeling you may need to read the comic first because we're not going to go through it bit by bit but we're all we are going to talk about spoilers we're you know we're going to talk about it as if we all know it uh, but we're not going to you know summarize the exact what's happening every single time but i'm I'm looking forward to it i want to give this format a try and i'm excited about it so yeah me too i mean you know as this goes on as you know five ten years down the line of this podcast it will be very different from the podcast that you're listening to right now and it'll be very different from the first podcast and that's because we like to evolve and we evolve very quickly and we see what works and doesn't work and uh like uh, like we said before discussion is in the name for a reason so let you get, let us know if let us know what's working or what you don't understand we're here yeah. we're here we want to make a clear podcast we just want to get you guys excited about comic books yeah that's our yeah. main thing absolutely <laughs> give us feedback let us know which which format you prefer which ones you know how you like it and everything and uh you know any kind of feedback all of it will be listened to and appreciated yes thank you guys all right so here we go so i'm just calling this one beginning okay here we go so wonder woman feels like she is being deceived her memories and her story keep changing she tests one of her memories by crushing the helmet of war of which is easy to do which it wasn't before She then uses her lasso to dig deeper and finds that she is indeed being deceived. One woman goes to Olympus only to discover it is all a lie and vows to discover it. So that really like gets us started. It's like, all right, we're starting. She's on a journey. Like this is this is what her journey is. It's a journey of discovery, figuring out what the heck's going on. (laughs) So going back to now that we got the summary out of the way, going back to what you were saying about Kristen Wiig. This is what I, I I wanted to to get into the the comic book about. 
you know, we were talking about on one of our episodes about Wonder Woman 84 and how I didn't know anything about Cheetah's, you know, character being the villain. Yes. Yeah, I, I knew who she was, mostly based on the Injustice video game uh, that NetherRealm Studios puts out. It's like a fighting game, but like with DC characters. I know about her from there. That's really it. And mm -hmm. I, like you, I'm excited to see Kristen Wiig do something outside of just comedy. And of course, I'm sure she'll bring some humor to it, but I want to yeah. see her as a villain. I am excited yes. to see Kristen Wiig as a villain. And so in this comic, the, uh, the Rebirth that we just read, it's nice that it has a Cheetah storyline. So now I actually know something about her. Yeah, I didn't even know who Cheetah was. I was actually confused because Cheetah is her friend, Barbara Ann, and Barbara Ann basically is a woman who's about like her 20s or 30s, and she's devoted her life to freaking finding the mascara, finding the Amazons, um, understanding different kinds of languages. And she runs into Wonder Woman, and we meet her in the year one storyline, but in the lies storyline, she's turned into Cheetah. Yeah, which is... A real Cheetah woman. Right, which <laughs> is great, which I always, you know, I always, well, there's been different versions of her. She's always had, like, powers so that she could go, like, head-to-head -head with Wonder Woman, but sometimes she's a, a, a female that has, like, a Cheetah costume on. Sometimes mm. she's a half-human, half-Cheetah, but I think the concept has always been the same. And I think that Barbara Ann has always been like friends with, with you know, in her human form, was at one point a good person until she got cursed with this. Uh, and yeah. I like that they made her like a female Indiana Jones in this. Yeah, they did. But she, uh, well, one thing about the way she looked, I was just like, so at one point I was like staring at her. She's She looks like a woman put on a skin tight cheetah costume. So she's standing up on two legs. Right. She has boobs and she's like a beautiful cheetah. Like she's fit. She's got abs and like she's not running on all fours. Right. <laughs> she's on two legs. <laughs> but she, she, correct me if I'm wrong, I think she has like the, the werewolf like turned back, uh, back legs, you know what I mean? Uh, maybe. But yeah, she's, she's definitely, it's like definitely a werewolf scenario. She yeah. looks like a, a but a, a prettier, you know version of a werewolf i should say um yeah. but she's that's cool looking i think that's really really cool yeah i do too and she's actually very scary in this like she came across very uh very frightening yeah. oh we should also mention this was written by our pal greg rucka yes who we love yes, yes. <laughs> so that was another thing i wanted to actually mention to you and get your feedback on so you know you were kind of adamant that that uh you know it's it's helpful that patty jenkins was a female to give a voice oh, to yeah. wonder woman right in the movie and and that it's you know it's important that a female director does do that do you feel the same here because greg Rucka, the writer is a guy do you think it, you don't have to be critical of him but do you think he 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 um do you think he nailed her voice like do you think he got her voice right like i he, think you know who wonder woman is you know yeah, I, I think he did. I, the overall, he really did. I think he really did do her <laughs> justice <laughs> in this one. <laughs> Sorry, it was right there. It was right there. Um, no, I think he totally did her justice. I think her voice was, was good. Um, she did seem a little panicky at one point, but like she couldn't find her home. So it was a moment to be panicky. I don't, I don't think he did anything wrong. The only thing that really stood out to me was that this comic for me me being a new comic book reader like it was a little hard for me to get into it took me a couple issues before i was like 
Okay, I get it. Because sometimes the things with the comic book is that you have to bring a lot with you before you jump into some of these. And I was feeling a little intimidated because one woman is such a character. Like I was going to my husband like, uh, who's Cheetah? Uh, wait a minute. What do you mean that Wonder Woman, she couldn't speak English? I didn't realize that she couldn't talk to Steve Trevor and... The only one that can understand her was Barbara Ann, who's Cheetah. Which is, yeah, and which sort of like created their bond in year one right. is because before she got that, all the gifts from the gods and was able to actually learn the language, yeah, Barbara mm-hmm. was the only one that could communicate with her. And that's thus forming the bond there. Yeah, yeah, which is which is cool. And then I, even by the end of it, I still don't understand what went wrong between their their friendship but i assume that's in the second book because cheetah hates wonder woman when she first meet her meets well, her yes but i i think that all sort of got resolved here when she turned back human you know i think at mm-hmm. that point cheetah did realize you know what was wrong and everything and, and she that she was blinded by her her patron god that cursed her and that it, none of it was wonder woman's fault i don't think we'll ever I don't think they're going to go back at this point because Cheetah, Cheetah's an older character. You know, I don't think they're going to go back and kind of like give show that story for her getting cursed because mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you need it at this point because you saw what happened. And they also yeah. may want to – this came out in 2017. Uh, that was two years ago. They probably already knew at that point that the Wonder Woman movie was – Wonder Woman 88 was going to feature That's Cheetah. <coughs> they're probably pulling back on Cheetah and being like – we yeah, they don't the comic book companies don't like to give contradictory information. So if someone's really popping on a TV show, they kind of pull back on a on a, you know in the comics with them. Sometimes sometimes it, it can happen. Yeah. Have you read a Wonder Woman comic book before? Like um, actually, to be completely honest with you, I don't think I've ever really read much just Wonder Woman. I've read, you know, uh, Justice League stories with her in it mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But this is actually probably one of the, the biggest or the most Wonder Woman that I've read in Secession. Okay. And if, are there any, like, similarities in here that you were like, oh, that was in the Linda Carter Wonder Woman? Well, I mean, I mean first off, this is this is Rebirth. So right. this, is th- this is three, this is, is it? three reboots since you know the original like Dang. her story so and that's why this starts with her you know uh punching the mirror and wondering what's real and what's not because that's rucka greg rucka saying hey all the stuff that came before might have yeah. happened might not have happened and and to going back to what you said earlier about you know you didn't know if it was because you're new to comics honestly I had a hard time following this at the beginning. I had a hard time getting into it. I was like, you know, I get it. Rebirth. I, I understand. We're, we're all, you guys are rebooting it again. I get it. Why, why do we even have to then address anything that came before? I was like, yeah. that's such, it's so confusing and convoluted that sometimes I just, that, I just wish DC wouldn't do that. If you're going to reboot, just reboot. Like, just yeah. do it. And now this is, you know, from somebody who doesn't read a lot of DC. So I didn't read everything that led up to rebirth. You know, I didn't right. read, I don't, I haven't read past this. So I don't know. They could get into cheetah. You know, I, there's probably people in their cars yelling at us about all this, but <laughs> I'm just talking about this right here, right? Mm-hmm. Going into yeah. just this uh, wonder woman volume one rebirth, the deluxe edition. 
I didn't know anything before it. She has her her new 52 costume that she's wearing, you know, yep. until her rebirth costume. Did you notice it looks very much more like the movie? Yes, it does. Yep, yep. yep. And there's mm-hmm. even a, a, a costume that happened even before the new 52 version, the one that where she's punching the glass. There's a version where she's yeah. wearing, like, all blue leggings, like, that came out, yeah. like, uh, seven, eight years ago. There's blue a leggings. lot of reboots. <laughs> there's a lot of reboots. And my problem yeah. was... Why did you even have to talk about any of that? That just muddied the water right from the get-go. I see what you're saying. So you're like, okay, so instead of being like, okay, we're committing to this story. This is the new rebooted story. He's like, hey, um, I just want to let you know I'm paying respect or homage to the past. And just, you know, uh, it might all be a lie. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> well, and then, down. <laughs> yeah, and then you're saying, okay, then at that point you're saying, is all those other stuff was a lie? I'm like, I don't know. I thought that was a little lame. Um, yeah. And a little cheap. I, I think they should just gone something new. And then again, my problem with some of these uh, uh, re- reboots, you know, New Fifty Two, Rebirth, all this kind of stuff. I, I, sometimes, like, you just do the the same story over again. You yeah. like origin story over again. You just do these little twists and tweaks. And you know, I guess that's cool and all. But like, if you're gonna reboot it, do something new. You know, but yeah, I I think that is a hundred percent damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if they gave Wonder Woman some sort of like she's an alien space thing, Mm -hmm. you would alienate half of your audience. You know, would you? Would you? (laughs) Depends on how you. Depends on how you draw her. (laughs) It's kind of like if Wonder Woman was reincarnated as Wonder Woman, but with different circumstances. How would Wonder Woman, at the heart and soul of who she really is and her powers, how would she, uh, uh, you know, face that situation? that's what I think a reboot should be. And that's me as a new comic book reader. I think it should be totally new, something different. But I I don't know. I do like the story of the mascara and the Amazons and her love for Steve Trevor and stuff like that. Like that, it's like we all know that story. And I'm like, honestly, now that you've said that, I'm trying to think what was really different from like the movie or what well, we know about Wonder Woman. Let, let me ask you, you know, it, this just occurred to me, like, I, I enjoyed this, by the way. I, I did not, yeah. I did not not enjoy my time with it. I had, totally, I had I agree. fun with yeah. it. There was, there was parts I liked, parts that I was like, okay, whatever. But looking back on it, what did it really bring to the table uh, for You're Wonder so Woman? You're so right. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I'm like staring in a space like And and this is coming yeah. from two people who've never really read Wonder Woman before. So you're so we're both feeling you and I both feel that it didn't bring anything new to the table and yet you and I have never read a Wonder Woman comic. Jeez, I wonder what people who actually read Wonder Woman, you know, thought about this. Yeah. Uh, you were know. they like, Oh, another one. Like we yeah. know this story. Like yeah. what it's new artwork. Cool. Now that being said, I like mm. the art in it. I very oh, much yeah. enjoyed the art in it. Oh yeah. Um I I think my favorite stuff in it was the Wonder Woman cheetah stuff. Mm-hmm. We we talked about it on a previous episode. I like story arcs or I like movies where mm-hmm. two people from two different sides of the of the coin, like a, a, a police officer and the person they're after, they're now stuck in this situation where they both have to work together to like shoot their way out. I yeah. like stuff where you where unlikely friendships are formed and mm-hmm. or. I like stuff on the flip side of that coin is where you started out as friends, but then you became not friends, but you still both love each other. Like, yeah. I like that they started out as friends and then now the cheetah. I, I just like those friendship, you know, things. So I really enjoyed the cheetah stuff in this. 
Yeah, I did too. I like how she came around. I like Barbara Ann's story. Um, they go way back in time to when she's a little kid. They, It's not even called like, it's not even part of the lies. It's not even part of your one. It's called interlude. There's yeah. two interludes and they're back to back and they're Barbara Ann when she's a young girl when her dad is dismissing her for having a love for linguistics. And then the second one is her well into her studies, I think grad school even, where she's on this Amazonian venture with a bunch of these dudes and she's like the only girl like leading the trip and she finds um some big clues but then it's in a cave and then these rocks they just come down all of a sudden it's like almost like she was supposed to just get a glimpse of it to know that it exists and she was the only one that was supposed to know and then something i don't know if it was mystical or maybe it was an earthquake but like it just the cave just comes down she makes it out she's like i saw it i saw it they're like what are you talking about lady what do you mean there's no such thing as she's like no there's proof it's in there like i like that because like i have a geology background and even though it's not geology i have a also have a love for archaeology and it was very much an indiana jones yeah. moment you know kind yeah. of thing and it made me made me want to see more of cheetah it made me yeah. think that she was a more interesting character it got me so much more excited for Wonder Woman 84 and to see Kristen yes. Wiig in that. They have not shown us yet what she looks like, what Cheetah looks like. I suspect she'll be a CGI-style character where Kristen Wiig's face will be mo-capped on there. Oh, my God. I hope it's not cats. Oh, I my hope, God. <laughs> I hope she doesn't look like cats. I don't think it is. They actually do have a picture, and I was going to post it on our uh, page, but I was going to wait till this came out because I knew we'd talk about it. And she looks normal, but I'm oh, curious if no, wait, she does found, Barbara Ann. Do wait, they have a picture of her as Cheetah? They released it? Yeah, they oh. they released it. They um, But I don't know if now that reading Barbara Ann, like I don't know if she's Barbara Ann. Can you see this picture through Skype? Well, oh yeah, no, no. I, 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 I know they have a picture. picture. They've released a picture of Kristen Wiig as Cheetah. Oh, but yeah. I want to know what she's going to look like in Cheetah form, like as a Cheetah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but, it, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and if they're going to go like that route or whatever, um, I have a, a you're gonna well one day you're gonna have to read Kingdom Come, um, yeah. but there's because uh, it's it's one it's up there with Watchmen and everything as like the big Ooh. ones. We got to start like put in time for the the real the big ones the seminal you know uh, uh yeah. stories mm-hmm. um because in a lot of times they're bigger so we might have to like do two weeks like two parts or something like that yeah um <clears throat> but uh yeah I, I i'm just curious to see if they're gonna go with like do a cgi <laughs> version of like this and like make her look like a werewolf which oh i just God. hope doesn't look like cats i just hope does not Dang. look like cats hey everybody let's stop cgiing people into animals it doesn't work right like, when has it ever worked where you're like oh i believe that 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 person he's definitely a penguin mm-hmm, right for sure. like never, never. E- cgi maybe a costume okay sure i'll give you that but like uh, stop like our brains it's two different things you're an animal you're a human <laughs> you can't be both like, that's enough i'm done <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god what if it's cats you're, <laughs> I, I, I mean I want to just, just go I want to see it just to see the train wreck that it is you know yeah cats yeah. not not Wonder cats. Woman 84 but um <laughs> yeah let's clarify yeah, yeah clarify uh, but you know like I you know another thing that I enjoyed about the comic I enjoyed mm-hmm. the way they drew her 
Mm-hmm. You know, I thought they Wonder they Woman did. Uh, it wasn't you know as as someone who's seen Wonder Woman being been drawn a lot of different ways, and ninety nine percent of them are drawn by men, and it's you know exploitative. It's very you know busty. Yeah. It's very curvy. I like that they made her more natural looking in this. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't, <clears throat> for lack of better words, they didn't sex her up too much, right? Like she was, no, she was functional. Yeah, like she func like function in her outfit. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. And. Honestly, like looking at it as my adult brain, I'm like, oh, that's actually sexier than if they quote unquote tried to sex her up, right? Right. Yeah. When they try, it's not sexy. When she just takes care of business on whatever she's wearing, it's sexy. Yeah. Then exactly. <laughs> and it's just Wonder Woman herself is sexy. And that's what's that's yeah. what's awesome about her. But you know, different times. I I, I get it, you know, uh back in the day and everything and, and yeah. whatnot. And a lot more women are reading comic books now than than they ever were when I was growing up. So that's yeah. a good thing. I keep finding um, there's like three or four girls at work. Shout out to Lorianne, who's probably listening to this because she always texts me. She's like, the other day she texts me. She's like, I'm answering you. I'm texting you to answer you from the podcast that I'm listening to. But I just realized that you don't know what podcast. I'm I was like, oh, my gosh, I love that. Anyway, hello. Shout out to all the comic book lady nerds out there. You are there and we see you. Um, but I was going to say I also liked I am a romantic. And I loved Steve Trevor and Wonder Woman's love in this one. Like, I felt that. It was really sweet. And they even brought up, like, they had, like, basically an entire issue with Steve and Wonder Woman talking. And they were just like, okay, do you know, they, they realize they have a connection. Um, it's apparent and every time that they're together. And then he's even like, I don't even know exactly what he said, but he was like, but you're with that guy. And she's like, yeah, Superman. <laughs> yeah, and I and I guess that's something in Rebirth. I, th- I think that was one of the things they did in Rebirth. I think they got rid of the whole Superman and Lois Lane thing, and they actually just yeah. finally put Superman together with Wonder Woman. So I think that's yeah. that is something that is as we were you know yelling about things not being different enough. That is one of the different things that they did. It just didn't get capitalized in here, but it had to be obviously it had to be addressed because there's an overall. DC Unix, DC Universe continuity that they have to, you know, adhere to. And I like yeah. how, you know, I, I don't know, I, I, I'm I a little bit romantic too. I like how they kissed and then they held hands. But, you mm-hmm. know, it's her telling him that it's not, you know, like I, I love, I you know, basically I love both of you is what she's saying, you know, and yeah. she, has, she has enough love to give, but not so much like I'm going to have sex with both of you. It's more like, I do love like I you know she's not it's, it's I think she said something like it's not about not loving it's about loving you know and yeah she, and, and also, Superman just makes it also her life easier being with Superman yeah. makes it easier because I, I can imagine she doesn't have to worry about breaking him it- <laughs> No, but come on, like, it's like for, for real, <laughs> totally for realsies, and and I said that yeah. as a complete joke, and I'm glad I got that response from you. But for real, like sexual chemistry, a sexual chemistry is has to be is is a thing that's a real thing, um, yeah. and I can only imagine that Wonder Woman is holding back if she's having sex with Steve Trevor, uh, unfortunately true. for Wonder Woman, and then yeah. just like I mean. I've I've dated plenty of women before, um, but my wife and I have <laughs> have the most in common that I've ever been with another woman, right? And mm-hmm. it does make it so much easier when you guys when we have a a bunch of stuff in common and we yeah. we like certain things and it's like yeah, it's just it works. And you know what? Like 
you know, on a different level, Wonder Woman and Superman are just going to work. They're going to understand, like, you know, when, mm-hmm. when Superman says, oh, you know, like, you know, the you know, Lex, you know, she she's going to get it. She, you know, she's not going to have to explain it. Just like, you know, on the flip side of that coin, like when my wife's talking to me about Trader Joe's stuff, I don't quite get it, you know, but I try to listen. Yeah. But I do understand that, like, she can probably talk to somebody else and have a better connection with that stuff than I do. So, yeah, it, it does make sense that Wonder Woman and Superman would just work. They would just be easier as a couple together, you know? They would, but it's also, and it, it's that, like, a, a big part of it. But it's also, like, Wonder Woman will never age. Steve Trevor, Trevor will age. Like, their their love is is so, it's, it's short-lived. And um, it's, like, the problem with the witches in the movies. Like, the witches can't fall in love with mortals because the witches will live to be 550, whereas the mortals will live to be 80, you know? And they won't grow to old together. Is that right? Like, Wonder Woman can't, she can't well, age, No, right? and here's actually that you bring up a point that I was completely confused with in this comic book. Um, okay. They said when you leave Thermoskia, you're going to not be immortal anymore. I'm like, okay, so does that mean she, but then clearly she doesn't, well, does she not age or does she age? I can't really tell because Steve Trevor, the time difference between year one and lies you know, like Steve Trevor obviously looks older because he has a goatee mm-hmm. and they gave a couple more lines to his face. But has Wonder Woman gotten older? Is she like, so yeah, my question to you is the same one I think you just asked me. Is she immortal? Does she age in this comic book? I, I They said that she's not immortal anymore. I don't know. I've always understood her to be immortal, but you do make a good point that, yeah, they do say, they do say that. They say like, well, they say when you leave, you can't come back. and And you lose your immortality. Okay, but does that mean like she can just die, or does that mean if I, you're if you're mortal, does that mean that you age always? Uh, yeah, I, well, yes. So your first question, <laughs> I think yes, she can die. Like if she didn't deflect those bullets and one goes through her head, I guess she'll die. But yeah, well, no. But then is she super <laughs> strong? Like I don't know. That's weird, yeah. actually. Now because right. I and here's How the is thing: she with, can't be mortal if she has strength and she can fly. Like I don't. Yeah. I, okay, go ahead. No, yeah. I'm. I am a hundred percent with you. Uh, I feel like I've never quite understood Wonder Woman's um, limitations, I guess I should say. Uh, in my head, even though I say that the Linda Carter version is my favorite version, that's also the most probably human version. Like, because yeah. she just, she just like, you know, can do, you know, pretty strong things and kind of jump, you know, on a trampoline and flip over a wall. But yeah. like, I always thought Wonder Woman was like Superman, where she could fly and was invulnerable, but then why does she need the invisible jet? And I think that's, I think therein lies <laughs> the problem with some of these reboots is that everything yeah. that I think I've questioned and wondered, I think every, she's had various powers over the course of her inception, over the course of her yeah. creation. She's, everything that I've said, the answer is yes, and the answer is no every single time, right? Like, I think she has been super strong and I think she has been human. I think she she has had invulnerable skin and I think she has had vulnerable skin. You know yeah. where she had to use the bracelets to block the the bullet. So my so the question is what are her powers in rebirth? Uh right. based on this it seems like strength clearly, mm-hmm. um speed clearly. Um, the ability to like learn quickly is one thing. Cause she, she, in, can she, she can did she fly in this without she, her jet? I don't yeah, think she did. She, she did. Flew. For some reason, I'm thinking of her flying with Steve Trevor in her arms. Like, 
Right. I don't know why. Me too. Am I crazy? I know. Oh and we both just read it. What are we? Are we getting well, Alzheimer's? So, any, I mean, no. yeah. Again, <laughs> we're, we're guys. You probably should never listen to this while you're driving because I'm sure you're trying to. <laughs> you want to drive right <laughs> off the road right now? Like, oh, it's right there on page no! 35. <laughs> you know, stupid. I'm sorry, yeah. but like, we're you know, it's just it's a lot to take in, and and the fact that like. You know, I'm kind of peeling these this onion layer away of like, you know, I have like Wonder Woman at the beginning of this issue or beginning of this trade. I have so many different versions of Wonder Woman in my yeah, head that right. I, too, have to like smash away the lies, you know, but, and you're 100 percent right. When she and year one went to fly around to dismantle all of those bombs at the end of uh, year one, she was yeah. flying around carrying Steve Trevor and he was okay, shirtless and he was shirtless. Yes, he was. Which yeah, I was. thought, I was like, you know what? That's a fun little spin. It was almost like, uh, you know, how Paul Feig in the Ghostbusters reboot made the, the, the dumb blonde be a guy, you know? Like, yeah. As, and he did it as like a Thor. sort of tongue-in-cheek homage to like the 80s where like, yeah. you know, they would always have like a dumb blonde female as the, the, the joke. Receptionist or, yeah. or whatever, yeah. And they're always good looking. And I like I liked how, how they made uh, Steve Trevor to- uh, topless uh, in that scene. I'm like, that's so unnecessary. But at the same time, you would do something similar to a female character just to give him the excuse to draw her in her bra, right? For like, That's true. you know what I mean? You just any cause. any artist back in the '80s would have done the exact same thing with a female character, and now you're mm-hmm. doing it to a guy character. <laughs> I think that's great. I think that's fantastic. It is great. That's true. Well, all right. Whatever the answer may be. Also, they do say something about Superman being gone. Like, like. They and I was even like, huh? Wait a minute! Like he died because oh, yeah. Superman does die at one point. He always, right? he always dies. I hate, I hate Superman comic books. No, I, that's not true. I actually have a lot of Superman comic books that I like. <laughs> I like more of like the standalone stories, like uh, All Star Superman, uh, written by Grant Morrison and drawn by Frank Quietly. And shout out to our friends over at Talking Back Podcast. They dropped mm-hmm. a fantastic episode talking about All Star Superman. Uh, it's, it's, it's so good that I don't even want us to do an episode because like (laughs) they they literally nailed every point that I would have wanted to bring up about it. And it's just, honestly, it's, it's so good. Um, I know they listen to the show, but I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for, for our fans. Uh, check out theirs back in November 25th, episode 20, all-star Superman on, um, talking back. Uh, the podcast is called Talking Back, and it's it's. I, I want to. I'm really pushing it because it's a fantastic episode. They do such a good job talking about <laughs> All Star Superman. But um, what I was saying is, I do love Superman, like in uh, certain stories, and and like sort of like these self contained, interest, interesting like viewpoints of him. But yeah. uh, overall, I just I'm not a huge Superman fan, you know. And it's mm-hmm. funny because like he's so all powerful, and I don't find him interesting and yet. So is Wonder Woman, yet she's vastly more interesting. Maybe, but she's, I think she's probably underpowered a little bit, right? Can she beat up Superman completely? I'm sure she can. I don't know. They should beat each other up. Well, hmm. well what's interesting about Superman and Wonder Woman, okay, this is what I'm confused about. Wonder Woman, she, okay, so we know that, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, um, she is immortal because she, remember how in the movie, she has that picture with everybody. Yeah, from but like we the can't. 40s? We can't. We can't. If we're talking, we can't talk about one versus like 
they can't, they're not the same. The movie version's a, a whole different thing than the, the rebirth version. I don't mean to cut you off. You're 100% right. Mm. She's immortal in the movie. Um, and I think she's more powered, more Superman-esque in the movie than she is mm. in the, um, the comic book here. Right. But at the core of her, they keep the core parts of her. They wouldn't make her mortal just for the sake of making her mortal. Maybe they just mean she can die, like, if someone, like, kills her, but she's not going to die of old age, right? Like, okay. maybe that's what they mm. mean. Yeah, that's what I'm... Yeah, okay. Anyway, um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I've got to <laughs> find a ticket back on the train, and I lost my ticket for the train. Oh, well. Oh, well. I missed the train. Never mind. Here we are. Well, um, well then, you know, I, I, I totally lost my train of thought, too. So <laughs> why don't we talk about... Um, uh, what should we talk? What 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 aspect? I have one of, more. Yeah. I have one more thing that I do want to say that I wrote down. I really like. Okay, actually, I have two more. One more is I love that they uh, Wonder Woman had a girlfriend at their mascara. Yes. On their mascara, yep. they made that a thing. I really like that because nobody's brought that up, and it's from the is from forever ago, and they put her on this island of women, and at some point, some person was like, "Oh man, being gay, it's not okay yet." But she's on an island of women. Like, hello. <laughs> she, somebody's going to be gay up in there. Yeah. Or they're all going to be like, it's kind of how it is, you know. But this one, this is the first time that I've seen, the first time I've seen them address it. Yeah. Ever. And I thought that was great too. And I, I noticed it as well. I was like, that's that's awesome. Did you notice that there was a connection uh, between Barbara Ann and um, uh I think her name was like Lieutenant Edda? Candy. Yeah, Candy. The the Edda Candy. Yeah, the uh, young African American. Uh, she's like a lieutenant or a That's captain true. or it something. Uh, but in the year one, they had that moment where they she realized, you know, that Barbara realized that she also knew the ro- the Greek uh, poet or whatever it was, and they had that yeah. moment where that was cool. I like that. So maybe yeah. there will be something there as well. I really like, okay, so Etta Candy in the movie, and I keep bringing up the movie because it's the closest reference that I have to Wonder Woman. No, no that's me. A-OK, uh, second, but, uh, she was in the movie? I didn't know that. Yeah, she was, um, I believe it was Etta Candy. Uh, I think that's her name. She was the um, um, Steve Trevor's assistant. Okay. Like the short, bigger lady. Oh, oh, so yeah. they're so they're, so they're messing, they're twisting it around. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Maybe yeah. that's why I didn't recognize her. I thought she was the lady that, that runs Argus. Uh, that She was in... Um, she was in Suicide Squad. She was played by what's her name from How to Get Away with Murder and Suicide Squad. Oh, Anyways, um, yeah, jeez, I'm trying not to have to pull Viola my Davis. phone. Yes, yeah, yeah, Viola Davis in Suicide Squad. I thought that was the same character. I didn't realize it was the the other yeah. the other character, but that's cool. I now see. I like that. I like it yeah. when you if you're gonna do a reboot. All right, you know. All of these characters, all of these comics, you know, that we hold dear, you know, they were created back in, you know, the the 50s, the 40s, all you know, all the way back to the 30s. And in the comic books, it was pretty much nothing but white people. And all yeah. the characters were white, all the characters were straight, all the, the superheroes were men, all the, the sexy superheroes were women. And it's like, if you're going to reboot stuff, you know, make... I'm sorry. Make make Superman black. 
Why not? Yeah. You know? Why not, dude? Actually, why not? I, no, I take I, I switch that. Make Wonder Woman a strong African. <gasps> Can like, you imagine? Exactly. Do that. Dude. Like why? Why? You know? And, and make her gay. You know? So what? Like just who? You make have, her trans. You, you like have everything. A, you, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Make Wonder. You know, makes. I don't care. I do not care. I say, give everyone you know uh, a a, sh- a shot you know and and all sex race creed color everything you know all nationality yeah. everything like I can't like yeah. Iron Man didn't have to be Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man could have been you know uh, um, shoot the the kid who played Black Panther right like yeah if you're gonna reboot something just reboot it and have fun with it and do the whole and thing. and make it more inclusive make it more inclusive than yeah. it, it, they originally were because comic books were not you know that's it, why they were directed towards like white dudes back in the right. day because it was about white dudes saving white dudes right but like that's why women were so connected <clears throat> to this wonder woman scene because they were like oh a woman <clears throat> saving other people she's taken over that's why black panther was such a big deal because now these little kids they were like i got somebody to look up to i can be a superhero like yeah that's the point of comic books people that's where it's relatable and i want to see a trans superhero like it just Dude, why yeah not what's what is stopping you from from doing that you know yeah. and and yeah exactly so that's cool they made Etta candy you know uh not <laughs> that was the lady from one of the aunts from yes, yeah the spellman the spellman spellman um that's what <laughs> uncle spellman um no it's uh hilda <laughs> so, hilda spellman yeah, yeah. <laughs> from sabrina um but that's yes. cool I'm, I'm glad they took that character and you know, made her more interesting. To be to be honest with you, and I, I like Steve Trevor being like a full on military guy. Like you know, he's he's even at the end, he's like you know, or in the the lies storyline, he's you know more hardened. Uh, but he's not a bad yeah. like you know, he's actually a good guy still. I like that because you always see these military guys always being kind of kind of scummy. But I liked how him and his team were still honorable. Like they, Greg Rucka did a good job showing the military be honorable in this. He actually, yeah. a lot of times the military are easy to vilify. And I think Greg Rucka did a good job of saying, you know what? No, there's still good people in the military too. And let's actually, you know, make those characters. And, and yeah, but the, well, I wanted to bring up a point that you made up earlier, not made up that you said earlier. So, comic books are very much like a place where they're bringing up the situations of the day and they kind of help people like talk through them. That's very much what like Stan Lee did when he brought up a a lot of like, he was the first person to bring up racial issues in his comic books and people were like, oh, how does Spider-Man get through this? Da-da-da-da. Okay, so that's one point. But my other point that I want to, or question that I want to ask you, do you think that the reason why they keep coming up with these quote reboots and it's the same freaking story is because comic book writers want to say like hey i did the wonder woman reboot yeah of course like yeah there's a certain prestige that comes from the wonder woman reboot and of course i'm not gonna say that greg rucka didn't want to do any of this i guarantee you the editor is the one you know the one that told him like this is these you know these are the characters you have to work with here's what's you know here's who how they are you know and everything like that i'm sure there's a guideline i'm sure it was decided upon by you know higher ups than than Greg Rucka you know and and whatnot, but that's why a lot of these guys and gals go to the independent market and you know create. They go to the independent market. They create an African American Wonder Woman, but 
sadly, that character just does not sell as well as Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman is still Wonder Woman. She's always going to be Wonder Woman. And yeah, and as much as I want to see something different, you also still just have to adhere to some things. And I guess maybe, maybe the answer is sometimes just start making new characters but please make them not white, like, and make them not straight. Like, give us, get, you know, be inclusive. Have have more, you know, uh, um, uh, ra- uh, religions and stuff. And that's like back last episode where we talked about the DC holiday special. I really liked the the Ragman issue because mm-hmm. our story because I personally got to learn a little bit something about um, uh, Hanukkah. Because I don't know anything about Hanukkah. I'm a. I'm not religious, and b. I'm I grew up Catholic, uh, so I just don't really. Ha- I didn't have that much access. So I was like, you know what? That was cool. I actually learned something. Like holy moly! Yeah. And you know, like I don't know. Just just but be inclusive. It also it also comes to a point of like creativity too. Like it's not even. It's about making the characters very different. But it's also like. It's like a white person can be a white person all day long. Sure, fine. But if they're born in a situation that's different from one person to another. So it does, like let's say it's a white person because that's what we're saying right now. So it's a white gal, Wonder Woman, right? But like I said before, if Wonder Woman's born in outer space, if Wonder Woman's in the middle of a Star Wars storyline, if Wonder Woman's in the middle of the Wild West, how would she interact with those people? How would it go down? Like, that's also interesting. It's like the person is made from, you know, how they're looked at, the color of their skin, their sexuality, all that good stuff too. But what about the time period they're born in? What about the 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 exotic locations that they find themselves in? What about the types of war that they're in so certainly like um and forgive me if this is incorrect but like i'm like a forgive me this i this is totally incorrect but i'm just saying i have a point like a muslim war you know because they have to have like the 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 stuff over their head and like would wonder woman if she's walking out like wonder woman would she be like shot down because she's not dressed like their religion like women are supposed to be dressed it's like those are also interesting stories too same little bit of storyline, the same heart, who they are as a, as a person, what their powers are, but in a different situation. It's like that is truly a reboot. It's it's different. It's let's it's like Gotham by Gaslight. Right. Gaslight by Gotham. It's the same. It's ba- Batman, but with different weapons, different um, political um, uh, situations, you know, and it makes for a different story and therein it's interesting you know uh, you know you know what we're gonna have to read um it's called superman red sun and mm-hmm. it's basically uh what if superman crashed in russia and not kansas oh. and they're in wonder woman's in it and she's like a russian wonder woman batman's in it. he's like a russian Whoa. batman and it's up there with probably one of the most like famous elseworlds storylines uh i believe if it's not out already it will be coming out soon on disney dc made an is making an animated movie of it yeah so we're gonna have to read that at some point because i think that's kind of like what you're talking about and you're gonna see wonder woman but from a russian point of view and and she's much more militaristic uh there's been interpretations of wonder woman that that really sort of lean heavily into her 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 military side and Mm -hmm. and whatnot and uh that's even you know she and that's that's they do that i believe it's in kingdom come wonder woman is it can be interesting when you put her against superman and this wonder woman is is a bit 
Um, yeah, she's 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 very compassionate and everything. But sometimes, mm-hmm. if you can spin her a little bit more militaristic, at her core, Superman was never trained. You got to remember, right. Wonder Woman is trained in the art of war from That's birth. True. She is a warrior first, a peacekeeper mm-hmm. second. So, right. like. I feel like Greg Rucka didn't – he spun the other way in this. He spun – she's a peacekeeper first, a warrior second, right? But yeah. there's there's a lot of writers who kind of skew the other way. And honestly, that's I find that to be a bit more interesting uh, when, when she's a bit more militaristic and then she has to – her ideals kind of ju- juxtaposed with Superman's ideals and they sometimes butt heads a lot. And then, mm-hmm. and then Batman butts heads with all – but both of them as well. And side note, truly what makes Batman an interesting character and, and the fact that he is one of the, like of the three, the Holy Trinity, he is the only human of the two and he can go head to head with gods. That's what makes, (laughs) that's what makes Batman truly amazing. But, um, Wonder Woman, I like her when she's a bit more militaristic. My kind of going to what you were saying, about interesting viewpoints with her, I liked in this, my favorite stuff was when she was learning about things. I liked when she yeah. took a drink of uh, candy's soda and like spit it out because sugar, it's like, sugar. it's sugar, it's yeah. just sugar. And she's like, this is disgusting. I like that. I like when, I like fish out of water stuff. I yeah. like that sort of things where she's like, not confused, but questioning, like, what is this? And I, I like that kind of stuff. I wish they actually would have leaned a little bit heavier into that because I actually enjoy that personally. Yeah, and it was different. Um, you know, um, like in the movie, they definitely have her interact with the public and and like the the rituals that people may have in public or the manners. She was like totally going against them, and they were like, no, 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 don't do that. But in this one, she literally couldn't communicate with them. Yeah, like she she could only communicate with Barbara Ann, who could only vaguely understand what she was saying. But like, but like Wonder Woman was tapped into so many other things, like her connection with animals in this one. I really enjoyed how she could talk to animals. She had like a different kind of language. She um, and what was the other thing I was gonna say? Something about oh yeah, and then she like they saw her strength and then they believed her. And but yeah, I agree with you. Like fish out of water stuff is really cool because it really it's like it's like having a kid in the house. It's just like your house is so neat and it's like this is how we have our house when a kid comes in it's like a freaking tornado and it's like no this is not how the house is supposed to be but it's still the house and you're still alive. Like that's what a fish out of water does. It like they make you think about the world around you and how you're thinking about it. It's like it's like no a man opens the door and she's like but I opened the door already. You know that, that didn't really happen but it's like as an example it's yeah. like Oh yeah, maybe that shouldn't be a thing, but it is. It's like social norms. Those those are the moments where even as a reader you're like, Yeah, why do we do that? <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, where do you question the social norms and everything? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But <coughs> I I mean, don't get me wrong, I really did enjoy this. I thought it was great. I thought the artwork was absolutely phenomenal and I can't wait to take screenshots for us to put on our Instagram about it because there was just some great stuff. Um I really did. This reboot was a solid reboot. I think that if you want to get to know Wonder Woman before the movie comes out, especially because Cheetah's in here, uh, check this one out because it's. I think it's one of the latest reboots that they have, and it's really it's a very thorough story. It really captures like her time on the mascara, um, her connection with her mother, how she met Steve Trevor, the freaking invisible plane, which makes me laugh every time, um, and and how she interacts with the world here, and then um, 
and then how she's doing today, how she's how she's getting along with everybody, how her connection with everyone and how strong it is or how not strong it is. And um, so this is for, for me, that is like my wrap up review. I think this is a very solid like get to know Wonder Woman, the latest Wonder Woman. If you if you need to jump into something, it's great. What about you? <laughs> yeah, I I enjoyed it. Like I said, I had a good time with it. I would probably never like own it. Um, I I just found myself just kind of bored with it occasionally. It did move along, but I don't know. Maybe it just didn't do enough different for me. But then at the same time, maybe it didn't do enough the same. I, I didn't find that there was all that much action in it. Uh, it the action that it was was good, like the mall shootout when you know when they were yeah. when she had to defend the kid, the people at the mall. I thought all that was really cool, and I realized that there just wasn't that much in it. I would like to have seen her maybe fight Cheetah a little bit more, although I mm-hmm. very much enjoyed their relationship. It just didn't seem like a very combat-heavy uh, book, and which is, you know, might be okay for some people. Um, but, you know, I with a superhero book, I kind of want there to be a little bit more fisticuffs, right? A little bit more yeah. uh, punching the bad guy around, right? But I think it's fun. I think, like you said, it's a it's a it's a good reboot. It's serviceable. It can get you right into where the character is. You know, I think they are trying to align it a little bit more with the movies, so that like you know the you know they're always thinking kids gonna go watch the movie. They're gonna go read the comic. They don't want Wonder Woman to look so different. You know, like be so different than the movie that they're mm-hmm. just like, oh, I don't get this. You know, like they want it to to kind of like gel a little bit. Uh, so if, if they're gonna, you know, I said earlier that a lot of times they don't like doing one or the other, but if they are going to, they do like to have there be some synchronicity to them. Um, mm-hmm. but overall, I just, I, I don't know. I just found it to be a little boring to be truthful with you. I, well-written, uh, entertaining, but kind of boring. Yeah, I can see that. It's, it's like, if you don't already know the Wonder Woman story, this is definitely like, oh, okay, I didn't really know Wonder Woman. Now I understand. And it's a little, like I said, it was thorough. But yeah, it was very slow to move on. I had my, I, I honestly had a hard time being like, okay, okay, I got to keep reading. Push, push through. The, <laughs> like, honestly, the stuff that I was most excited to read was the cheetah stuff. The, you know, pre- yeah. Because I didn't know anything about that. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm curious to see what they're going to do in the movie with her. Barbara mm-hmm. Ann Minerva, right? That's her last name, I think, Minerva. Mm-hmm. I um, think you're right, yeah. And uh, uh, I, I liked – actually, I liked all that. I – you know, I liked the artwork a lot. Uh, the gallery in the back with all that Frank Cho artwork was just fantastic. I mm-hmm. I love the way Frank Cho draws Wonder Woman. He draws her very strong, very muscular, but still mm-hmm. feminine and, and sexy. He's – that's a hard line to, I mean, Gina Carano walks that line every day just in her normal <laughs> self, strong and sexy at the same time. And yeah. I think that, I think, actually, I think uh, um, uh, Frank Cho's Wonder Woman is a bit more Gina Carano-esque than, than Gal Gadot. Um, but yeah, the artwork's great. The artwork kept it going. And like these side characters kept it going. But truth be told, if you guys are hardened Wonder Woman readers and you know, you're like, should I pick this one up? I'd say no, honestly, I, I, I honestly don't think it's worth, I wouldn't think it'd be worth the money. You know, I mean, it's yeah, worth a read, much more. it's worth, yeah, it's, it's worth a read, read yeah. but I don't think it's mm-hmm. worth a purchase. So there's, that's, yeah. that's my, my review. It's worth a read thumbs up, but not worth a purchase. So if you can get a hold of it, borrow someone's copy or something, do that. Hoopla. Hoopla. Yeah, get on Hoopla. Yep. Yeah. Check it out with yeah. that. Yeah. 
That's funny because like this is probably the second one you haven't really been excited about in the whole podcast. And that like that's saying a lot for you because you like the first one you didn't really like was obviously Lady Mechanica. But this one like you really I haven't really heard you turn something down like this. So that's that's and, a lot coming from Corey. And yeah. I love Wonder Woman. So I really wanted to enjoy it, especially since, like I said earlier, I, I hadn't really read like a much Wonder Woman herself. And I just felt like I was like, oh, okay, sure. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's like yeah. the movie. All right. I saw yeah. the movie. <laughs> you know, I, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. But uh, but I, I like Greg Rucka. We both like Greg Rucka, mm-hmm. you know. But mm-hmm. hey, you know, I mean, we all know. We, you could like Quentin Tarantino, but it doesn't mean you have to love every movie he makes, right? Like, right, you know, artists are, are, are not perfect. So, but yeah. What? It's, it's, what? I know, right? So um, we'll have to Ooh. figure out what we're going to do next but this so this month uh this episode's obviously in january even though we are recording in december but it is uh since it's january we're doing origins we're doing the re not rebirth as in dc comics it's just a, the beginning but just yeah. yeah the the rebirth of the year the the yeah. cycle it's it's uh yeah or so we're, we're basically so our theme is origin stories origin stories yes, yeah that's our yes. theme so expect yes. that stuff this month mm-hmm yeah, I'm excited for that because as a new comic book reader, I need to start from the beginning on some things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and as an old comic reader, I like to start from the beginning of some things as well. <laughs> yeah, refresh. Uh, <laughs> and Happy New Year, everyone. Happy 2020. Yes, Whee! yes. And, and yeah, we hope everyone had a safe and fun 2020. Uh, we have mm-hmm. not had our New Year's Eve yet, but uh, Tess, I hope yours is fun and and safe and i hope you guys get home okay if you're going out guess what we're doing on new year's day what guess we're going to medieval times i never in a million years would have guessed that really (laughs) you wouldn't have guessed that no did you know that for our anniversary we go to like the renaissance fair like we love like medieval stuff no i didn't i did not know that yes that's us we're currently watching the witcher right now oh how is that it's good yeah i watched the first episode i gotta catch up to john he's on the second and we also got the video game which is really good which actually uh, i played witcher 2 uh but mm-hmm. i did not play witcher 1 or 3 oh okay well i don't know what this one is but the new um, if you guys got the newest what, what do you guys have system wise i think ps4 ps4 you probably got witcher 3 which but i mean it's okay, okay. they don't like you know what i mean they're kind of standalone they're not chronological yeah, yeah. they're like yeah, it was like you jump in, you're you like they they show you what's going on, you know. Yeah, I think you, you just like yeah, like oh, I know that's the Witcher. If you just go in knowing that like what the Witcher's sort of about on any one of them, because uh, like mm-hmm. I said, I played Witcher two without playing Witcher one, and you know I didn't have a problem with it. Um, it's also a book series too. Oh, is it a comic book series? I think they might have adapted into a comic book series, mm-hmm. but it started as a book book series. Um, I think it's. Sweden, Scandinavian, something like that. It's like I think it's Swedish. Yeah. I think it's Swedish because they're so light skinned and light, like haired. It's got to be. Is uh, Superman doing a good job as Witcher? Yes, he is. Yes, and I didn't even recognize him. And I was like, and then John told me because John's a huge Superman fan. Um, and so he was like, oh, it's Superman. And I was like, oh my god, it's him. It's so crazy. I, I like it's Henry so Cavill. Pretty. The only thing I did not like about the Superman movies the new ones was or I, any of them the, none of them <laughs> it was the his costume was too dark 
I didn't like his oh. costume being dark because Superman is supposed to be a, a beacon of hope. He's supposed to yeah. not hide in the shadows like Batman. He's supposed to be a beacon of hope and, and a bright spot for us to look to, you know, and to try to be better. Um, but I love Henry Cavill as Superman. I think Henry Cavill mm-hmm. was a fantastic Superman. Yeah. He's yes, he is a fantastic Superman. <laughs> he he really I honestly though, even though he's externally a Superman, internally he's very much he I think he like like Gaul, he captures the heart yeah. of Superman. Yeah, he just know? has that he has those compassionate eyes when he plays Superman and Superman needs that because he's mm-hmm. he's he really he comes that Superman is all heart. Like that's that's Superman. Yeah. He's all heart. Doesn't matter what his powers are. He's all heart. Kind of like Captain America. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. yeah, I want to watch. I want to watch Witcher. I don't know when I'll get to it. Uh, my wife and I have, I think, two or three episodes of Watchmen to catch up on, and I, okay. I think it's done for the season. But we have, we have that to watch now that the Mandalorian's over with. Maybe we'll just rewatch the Boo. Mandalorian. I think we're going to do actually. Yeah, I mean it's so. I mean, at like you know, forty minutes an episode. They're so easily digestible, you know. Like, mm-hmm. and it was just so good and so packed with goodness that oh my gosh, it was oh my god, the Mandalorian. Was that so was a good. fun ride. That was a great was ride. A that ride. was a great ride. Mm-hmm. Like all around, that was. <laughs> we should do like a whole like season wrap up. That was just so good. Yeah, we can we can definitely if you want to do that as a bonus app this week. I'm down to record that if you want to just jump in this week and just do a, a bonus uh, Mandalorian episode. We'll uh, guys, we don't yeah. know if we're gonna do it, but you know it might be out. TBD. We'll see. To be we'll decided. See what happens. Exactly. <laughs> we'll see. Yay! Because we actually have two comic books to read for this weekend. Blah, blah, blah. Yay! Yes, we do. Do we? We do. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that offline. Okay. Um, all right. So, Sorry. Tess, speaking yep. of <laughs> offline slash online, where can everyone find you out there in the Twitterverse? You can find me on Instagram at Tess Llanos. That's T-E-S-S-L-L-A-N-O-S. And Corey, my friend, where can we find you in the Matrix? Yeah. You can find me on Instagram at Corey Nation. You guys know I usually plug all of my stuff. And, you know, you guys know where you can find me. So I'm just going to plug my buddies at Talking Back real quick. Talking Back podcast. Please, please, please go listen to that All-Star Superman episode. I mean, I'm telling you, I was blown away. I was. It's like two hours long and i was like you guys are just awesome i loved it it was great so shout out to to those cats and uh keep up the great work and we will see you guys next week with another awesome origin story yeah let's do it origin story like 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 your oregon story (laughs) well you know it's funny the mandalorian (laughs) is an origin story too so that (gasps) would fit what? what? Corey's always making Star Wars work. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. This has been another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion with Tess and Corey. Follow us at OCD Podcast on Instagram and Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast on Facebook. You can also review us on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, and support us on Patreon. Tune in next week for another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion with Tess and Corey.